Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. We've all heard the phrase, you are what you eat, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Steve Jobs was known, especially Steve Jobs of Apple, remember, uh, it was especially in his early career, was known to have a strange series of diets, and one of them was an all-carrot diet, and it was for many weeks at a time. And yes, it was reported that his skin developed into a sunset-like hue because of it. All right. Have you ever noticed that after time, married couples start to look like each other, dress like each other, have the same shape as each other. Have you ever noticed that dog owners look like their dog owners? <laughs> but I don't shed, just so you know. The need for intense training is paramount for any professional athlete, yet, if they take it too far, they can injure themselves. And for some who have hobbies, hobbies can become obsessions. What am I getting at? Well, when we get too intense about things that are not God, they will eventually fail and or break us. Again, when we get too intense about things that are not about God or not God, they will eventually fail and maybe even break us. This weekend we celebrate the great revelation of God, One God, three persons, the Trinity. And there's much to be said about the Trinity, but there's more to be said that's wrong about the Trinity than right. And any theologian worth their uh, salt is wise not to say much because, well, let's just focus on the simple. And I'd like to focus on this one truth. God is love. We hear this in 1 John. God is love. So that's the essence about God. That's what God is in his most interior being. And looking backwards on this, that makes sense. If God is a trinity, then it makes sense because love is effusive. Love always gives itself away if it's true love. In other words, love requires a lover and a beloved. Love gives and it has a receiver. And this is what's going on somehow mystically in the trinity. And we are called to be like God. That means we are called to love, to love and be loved. In fact, this is deeply in us. It's stamped into our being. It's our deepest desire beyond money, sex, fame, and power. Those are things that can't compare to love. In fact, love has created all there is. And without love, there is nothing. So God, who is love, has put creation into existence and placed you and I in it at this time and in this place with a purpose. This begs the question, then what's our purpose? It's to become like God in heaven. Now, we don't become God. We don't become like demigods like on DC Comics or Marvel, right? We're coming to become like the image that we are given from the beginning. We are called to be the human beings that God has created us to be in the image of God. This weekend we have three examples of this in three men who were ordained to the priesthood, Anthony, Matthew, and Ephraim to our archdiocese. Anthony himself will be our new parochial vicar. 
Yes. And you can read about him online. You'll get to meet him soon enough. July 1 is his first start date. But they've counted, they have spent countless hours praying and worshiping God. That's what they do at seminary for five or seven, and depending if you're a Jesuit, it could be 10 years, 12 years. And by doing so, they fall in love more deeply with God. And there is the thesis of my homily. It's the title that I put on the, put on the reader board. You become like what you worship. A theologian once said this. Again, you become like what you worship. So be careful what you worship, right? But this is part of their training. And by all this training, they fall in love and become the persons we hope that God wants them to be in a special role as a priest to image Jesus in his church. Something happens similar for the rest of us. We may have an, an affinity for a sports figure. We may have someone we work with that we like to be like, that we admire them. Or maybe there's another person you might even, and hopefully not idolize truly, but have great admiration for. See, by loving them, we change to become like them. Have you ever noticed that? We might wear the same clothes, right? Like, she's looking good, I think I'll wear that. Or that guy, he wears this other shirt, I think I'm going to wear that, looks good. We start speaking like them. We start looking like them. I already mentioned that about husbands and wives. Their love is so intimate that they start to be akin to each other in this regard. You see, that's what we're called to be. As we grow in our life as lovers, we become like God who is love. And that's what God wants for us, to be these lovers into eternity. So how do we make this concrete, right? I'm speaking a lot of theology right now. Well, first, love God, right? Love God and love your neighbor. That's the commandment, right? Love God before all else. Which means that for myself, I have to think about this. I have to examine my life. What dominates my thoughts, actions, money, and time? I might need to reflect on how maybe fear even controls my life. Or where I'm running into things that interfere with my ability to love as God loves. And when I run into that, if I can identify it, I need to surrender to God. Why do I struggle to love these people? We might ask ourselves. What's getting in our way? Well, here, making it concrete, maybe you're going to see your family. Maybe today you're going to have a gathering today, or maybe during the week, you know, it's graduation time for lots of folks, and maybe not just in-laws, but distant relatives come, and family gets together. Are you excited about that? Or is, that, or is it that one crazy relative that's going to be there? Right? And it's hard to love them. They make it very difficult to love them. You see, God, he brings these people into our life and forces us to examine where we love. And where we don't. And by examining us, then we can know how close or not close we are to God. Those are connected. And when we get this principle right, that is putting God first, all other things start to fall in place. When I love God and worship him, my relationships gain their proper place. I can love people better without idolatrizing, that's, if that's a word. Making them an idol. 
Have you ever met somebody that's famous or somebody you've idolized? And then you find out they're a human being, which is good because we need to know that, right? They're not God. Remember, if we put that kind of energy into a person that's not God, it, they will fail us or we will break. When we put God first, I know my fear diminishes. And I move myself away from the center of my own attention. And I start wanting to and looking to help others. Not for the kickbacks, not for any results, but just for the sake of love. When we do this, we are walking the pilgrimage of life with the goal of being love incarnate. That's literally love with skin on. So let's get some skin in this game. Love. Like the Trinity. We will imitate God when we do so. So homework. Let us examine our consciences for where God is and, not, and is not in our life. Where is he rates? And based on that, maybe we need to reorient those things that block us from his love or increase that which is drawing us closer to him. For by doing so, you become like what you worship, who is God, a trinity of persons who calls us to love, who calls us to be that kind of person that God is. People in communion. People in love. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.